Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to the Christmas Movie Countdown here at Allentown Presents. I'm your host, Katie, and I am joined by Emma. Hey, hey. And we will be reviewing a new Christmas movie every night from December 1st to Christmas. So sit back and enjoy episode 19, Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. So Emma, what did you think of Scrooge, A Christmas Carol? It was incredibly adorable. Like I was sitting there looking at myself starting this movie and I'm like, okay, we're not even two minutes into this movie and I'm already like, let's go. It was so cute. The music is currently in my Christmas playlist because it's so cute. So well done. Luke Evans did incredible. It's a very easy way to bring Dickens to kids. That's that's big, being able to do classic stories like that in a way that's not disgusting and unintelligible. And if you're tired of watching The Muppets. Correct. But like, do you get tired of watching The Muppets? I mean, on like I don't. a special occasion, maybe, if I got <laughs> correctly, but yeah. That's pretty rare to get sick of the Muppets. But no, it's very cute. It's very well done. The music is great. I had trouble finding bad things to say about it. Same. I really, really liked this film. The animation style was cool. It was very similar to Klaus Mm -hmm. that we watched that Netflix did a couple years ago. Very 3D. Very cool. Yeah. And similar um, people. Like the the way that the people are drawn is very similar. I really, really liked it. And I really liked the music. And while I was learning about this film, I actually found out that it is adapted from another movie musical called Scrooge from 1970. And the guy who did the music for that one, Leslie Bercuse, did the music for this one as well. He took six of the songs from the original and put them into this film and then added another, I think it's seven or eight. I think there's like 14-ish songs in this. Oh no, sorry. There's 11 songs. So he added another five songs into it to just add different things because it, you know, it's animated. It's not a bunch of people sitting around on a soundstage. So It was really cool. And then the movie ended up being dedicated to him because he ended up passing a year before this film came out because it's an animated film. So it takes 75 years to make. But yeah, I really, really like this film. It was really freaking good. So for anyone who has not seen it or hasn't looked at it, go check it out, please. It came out just this December on Netflix. I know you got Netflix. If you're here, you should have Netflix. We've been talking about Netflix movies all month. (laughs) But if you don't know anything about the Scrooge story or A Christmas Carol, where have you been? How? How? Because like every other Christmas story or Christmas movie is based on this story. Yeah. And we've covered it many times. We've done this one, Muppet Christmas Carol. We've done Scrooge. We've done, there's like so many of these. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But this movie is just an animated musical version of the story of Christmas Carol. It features the voices of Luke Evans as Ebenezer Scrooge. 
Olivia Coleman as the Ghost of Christmas Past. It has Jesse Buckley as Isabel Fezziwig, who is Scrooge's ex. And Jonathan Price as Jacob Marley. Johnny Flynn as Bob Cratchit. James Cosmo as Mr. Fezziwig. And uh, Fra Free as Harry Huffman. He was in uh, the Les Mis movie. Mm -hmm. And Trevor Dion Nichols as the Ghost of Christmas Present. And the second he started singing, I was like, that's a genie right there. Yep. (laughs) And sure enough, he played the genie in the West End version of Aladdin. So (laughs) just you could pick that voice out of anywhere. Oh, yes. So this story follows Ebenezer Scrooge and his plight to make his life better, to not end up just in hell and ruined, basically. This movie starts out on Christmas Eve in 1843. And we meet Harry, and he is singing a song called I Love Christmas, and he is just the happiest dude you've ever seen in your life. Mm -hmm. He encounters his elderly uncle, Ebenezer Scrooge, and Ebenezer's dog, Prudence. And Scrooge is just, like, trying his hardest to avoid his nephew. Scrooge hates Christmas. And he hates his nephew because his nephew loves Christmas. So Scrooge is just a fucking grump. And he's trying to avoid his nephew. And they're going all over the town doing different things. And his nephew's like following him around as he's running errands. And it's just hilarious because he's so curmudgeon-y. Oh, yeah. Um, We meet up with several different people in the town as this is happening. And we learn that... Most of them owe Ebenezer Scrooge money. And we find out, you know, Ebenezer is a personal loan banker and he gives loans to people in town, but he's a super douche about interest and when people have to pay him and he has no leeway and doesn't give a fuck that it's Christmas, even though everyone else is like hella broke because it's Christmas. So he's just fucking up everybody in town and his nephew's kind of going, following him around and talking to these people right after and spending lots of money in their stores to kind of offset how douchey his uncle has been. Yep. When we get back to Scrooge's bank or his house, I guess, but he treats it as an office and bank, we meet his employee, Bob Cratchit. Poor Bob. And we learn a little bit about Bob Cratchit's life. We know that he is very poor and this is the way that he supports his family. He has a large family and he has a son who is sick. And if you have ever seen any version of Scrooge, you know that's Tiny Tim. Yeah. So Bob goes to Scrooge and asks him if he can leave early today and take the day off tomorrow. Because Christmas Eve and Christmas. And Scrooge is just like, I don't see why that fucking matters. Like, who cares? What Christmas doesn't matter. And reluctantly agrees to give him Christmas off. Says it's okay that he leaves early, I guess. 
and pays him like a measly what 10 shillings or something like that out of the 15 that he was owed yeah yeah because he spilt ink so took it out of his paycheck because that's the kind of guy ebenezer scrooge is after bob cratchit has left his nephew invites ebenezer to his house for tomorrow for christmas lunch christmas dinner and of course scrooge is just like no i'm not going i've got so much work to do blah 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 and i don't want to be there because the dude hates christmas his nephew goes home and then scrooge and prudence go home and go to bed that night ebenezer scrooge is visited by the ghost of his old partner jacob marley He is forced to pull long, heavy chains around his soul as a penalty for the bad actions that he made in life. Because Jacob Marley was in exactly the same position that Scrooge was in. He was a douchebag. He was, like, evicting people left and right because they owed him money. And, like, who gives a shit about the holidays? And just a mess, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Jacob Marley warns Scrooge that he will suffer a similar fate when he dies, except his chains will be even heavier and longer, unless he changes for the better, and Jacob has arranged for three visitors to come by his house to teach him how to be a better man, one at the stroke of 1 a.m., the second at 2 a.m., the third at 3 a.m. So once Scrooge is about to go to bed, we hear the city clock chime like a bell tower chime in the distance and it is now one o'clock and the first visitor appears the ghost of christmas past and i thought this was a really cool take on the ghost of christmas past because usually it's just a ghost like whoever the fuck dressed in old-timey clothes ghost but they chose to do this as she's a theme it's a female and she's like a candle like a chilling candle yeah, yeah and she's dripping it's fucking cool and she has this like glow around her and she uses everything she does when she's showing him different things she uses the wax like she moves the wax around her to create things to create circles and portals and all this cool shit it was pretty awesome the way she breaks the mirrors to like show him the absolute point for point parallels between his past and what his present is doing those kind of things give me chills like when you can appropriately link in cool ways like that yeah stuff that you've already seen that you are quite literally repeating your past yeah that stuff was really cool it's insane so the ghost of christmas past proceeds to take him through his life before current times And she goes back to his childhood when he was forced to work in a factory on Christmas Day because his father was in debtor's prison. And his younger sister was very sick and they needed, the family needed to raise money or to keep having money so that they could afford a doctor for her so that she would be okay. We also learn in this moment that his sister died in childbirth when she gave birth to his nephew Harry. So there's another reason where he why he's not so fond of Harry. And we learned that him and his younger sister Jen were very very close. They were just like Bob Cratchit's kids. <laughs> 
Cat, what is it? Kathy and Tim? Kathy and Tiny Tim. Yeah. Um, then we jump forward a little bit to when he was a young man. And we see that he used to work for a kind-hearted businessman named Mr. Fezziwig and was once engaged to his daughter, Isabel. They sing a song together and it is just like, holy shit. It's the first song that Ebenezer gets to sing in this. And when it happened, I and I looked up who Ebenezer was played by. My mind was fucking blown because I have never heard Luke Evans sing that well. Yeah. Like outstanding. It was so tasty. (laughs) It was so good. This whole soundtrack is just, it's so good. But particularly Luke Evans in this song, Happiness, is just incredible. So he was engaged to the daughter, Isabel, before Jacob Marley partnered with him for a more financially increased job. So he took a job with Jacob Marley because he wanted to impress Isabel and create a good like foundation for their life, for their future. And he just got mo- sucked into the job more and more and more. And eventually Isabella left him mm-hmm. because she sees him turning into Marley, essentially. Like she wa- had to watch Scrooge and Marley shut down a family's bake shop it was the Cratchits yeah and yeah the Cratchits Bob Cratchit's dad actually and she was just like you care more about this business than you do about me and he just keeps saying later we'll talk about this later we'll talk about this later and she's like nah bro there ain't no later I'm out bye yeah and Scrooge is just present day Scrooge that is witnessing these memories happen is trying to insist upon to the ghost, he's trying to tell the ghost, like, Isabel and I needed to be financially secure before we could get married, and I still wasn't there. So that's why I kept working there. But I was like, okay, dude, but now you don't have anybody. So, oh, well. Then we hear the clock chime again in the distance, and the ghost of Christmas past turns into the ghost of Christmas present. And we are brought into current day. He is getting to experience or walk around and see what all of his neighbors, like what's going on with all of them. Yeah. The ghost shows Scrooge how Harry is going to spend Christmas. Harry loves his uncle. He's giving toast at their Christmas dinner about his uncle. And everyone's like, nah, that guy sucks. And he's like, no, but he's like the last thing that I have of my mom and he loved my mom. So there's gotta be something there, right? Like he can't just be all crotchety. He's got, there's gotta be some good there. We also get to see the Cratchit family and how they will spend Christmas this year. Mm -hmm. This is where Scrooge really gets to see tiny Tim and what's going on with tiny tim he is currently disabled like he walks with a crutch and he has a very bad cough which i would associate with asthma because it comes after he like exerts himself a little bit but in the 1840s it could have been anything like oh yeah 800 different diseases he could have had who knows yeah When Scrooge asks the ghost of Christmas present about Tiny Tim's fate, the ghost replies saying that he would have to ask the next visitor because 
the ghost of Christmas present only knows about what's going on right now. Yeah. The clock chimes a third time and the ghost of Christmas present morphs into a giant grim reaper with like flame eyes which could be a little bit scary for your kids so just a heads up if your kids are really small this part might freak them out yeah but he is the ghost of christmases yet to come and if you've seen any other version of scrooge or of this christmas carol you know that this ghost doesn't talk at all he's very cryptic you got to figure it out on your own he's gonna like point or they it whatever it is this ghost is going to point in the direction of the thing that you need to look at and that's about it yeah so the ghost shows him a future where tom jenkins who is the toy store owner that scrooge was making him pay like 50 gold pieces or something the day after christmas he is leading a celebration of expressing gratitude to scrooge and he sings a song called thank you very much Scrooge thinks that he is being praised and he's like singing along and dancing kind of in the streets with them. You know, he's a ghost or he's with the ghost so they can't, no one can see him. But Prudence, who has been along for this whole journey, is smelling something out and she soon discovers that they are actually celebrating Scrooge's death. His casket is in the back of a wagon and everyone in the street who knew Scrooge, who had debts by Scrooge, are cheering. So much so that the piece de resistance for this film for me was when Tom Jenkins jumped on top of his casket and did a tap dance. Oh, yeah. Because that was just perfect. He straight up did what everyone always says, I will dance on your grave, and he fucking did. Yeah. Yeah, And I was like, nobody ever follows through with that ever in movies. Like that's the perfect excuse to actually follow through with it is because it's a fucking movie. No one ever does. And I was like, oh, yeah. So Scrooge is singing along dancing and he's like, well, why should I change? Like everyone's happy, you know, clearly they're celebrating me. It's fine. And the ghost points him in the direction of the cemetery. And then they go to the cemetery and he sees Bob Cratchit and his daughter. And they are standing over a grave and saying a prayer, speaking to it. And he uncovers the name on the grave because it's been covered in snow. And he finds out that Tiny Tim has passed away. And of course, the Cratchit family are completely, completely devastated. Yeah. Then he goes to see why tom is here and the wagon that tom was on is here and he finds out that he's dead that's what they were celebrating this is his funeral and tom tells basically the reverend priest guy that is there to say the last rites don't bother waiting no one's gonna show up no one nobody liked this guy no one's sad that he's gone yeah you're fine and when Ebenezer sees that only a few people have attended, including his dog, like an old, his old dog is there and the priest, basically, like no one is there. <laughs> he is then flung into hell and he gets to experience what his chains will be like. And 
all these chains and stuff come up from out of a grave and they pull him down into hell and he is just like wrapped up in a sheet and covered up he's like this horrible ghost demon thing and then he wakes up and he has fallen to the ground he was wrapped up in his sheet all tie up tight and now he is like holy crap i have to change my ways that future can't be what's coming he even before the chains grabbed him he even begged the ghost of christmas yet to come if he could find a way to change what happened to Tiny Tim. No matter his health, his life, he didn't care. As long as he could change the fate of Tiny Tim's life to make sure that Tiny Tim didn't end up in a grave early. Yeah. So now Scrooge is a changed man. He is ready to become a better person and fix all the horrible shit that he has done. So he wakes up, he opens up his window And he asks the man downstairs, what day is it? And of course, it's Christmas Day. And Scrooge is super happy. He's excited that he has a chance to change things. And he's going to start immediately. So he opens his vault. He grabs out some money. He puts on his best suit. We see him stuff a bunch of envelopes. And then he goes out into the street. And right in front of his house, he ends up seeing this group of orphans that have been around this whole movie they're just kind of all over town kind of being a thorn in his side but not on purpose they he just doesn't like kids and they're just there so he sees these orphans very oliver without the stealing part of it yeah and the orphans are like oh sorry mr scrooge we didn't see you there we're so sorry we'll be out of your way in just a second we're we're going this way and he's like no 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 no. it's fine um actually i have a job for you can you do these things can you deliver these invitations like i have a whole list of stuff that i need from the stores can you go do all this and the orphans are like uh really are you sure <laughs> yes so Scrooge ends up having the orphans do all of this. They go all over town. We see him and the orphans in his house setting up for a beautiful Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. And I will call her the head orphan. <laughs> She's kind of the leader of the little pack of orphans. She comes back and he asks her, were you sure to get everything? And did you send all the invitations out? And she's like, yes, I sent all the invitations out. I made sure everyone got them. I don't know how many people will show up because it was very last minute. But yes, they're all out. Did you get everything from the shops? Yes, I did. A lot of the shop owners looked at me like I was crazy, but it's for you. So they did it. (laughs) And... They have set up this beautiful Christmas feast and he tells all the orphans, okay, here's your payment. And he gives each orphan a full gold piece. And then he tells them, and you guys are more than welcome to stay for dinner. I would love it if you stayed for dinner. And they're super excited for that because when was the last time they had a nice dinner? And then he also lets them have a present because he bought a whole bunch of toys and stuff from the toy store because he's expecting a bunch of people there and then there's a knock at the door and he goes and answers it and everybody is there ready to party so the whole Cratchit family his nephew Harry and his wife and Tom the toy store owner is there and all these different people come 
and they're all celebrating and we really get to see the change side of Scrooge. Mm -hmm. He gives people different presents. He makes Cratchit, Bob Cratchit, his business partner, saying that we're going to take care of Tiny Tim together and we're going to figure this out because you deserve it and this is what how we're going to do it. He then erases Tom's debt completely, which is like insane. Like what a relief. And he promises that Tiny Tim will be able to seek medical help with his father's pay raise. They all celebrate Christmas together. They sing a song together and the movie ends. What a fantastic freaking version of A Christmas Carol. Yup. Emma, who was your favorite character? So I had a hard time picking favorites and least favorite characters in this, but my favorite part of the movie was the presentation. Yeah. Every time that I have ever watched anything A Christmas Carol, it's always the same thing. Always the same approach. Always very Dickensian. Just the same thing over and over and over and over. But in a new animation or a new cast or whatever. But the presentation of this was so different and so approachable that I felt like the actual story of A Christmas Carol, like why Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol, made more sense and actually stuck a little deeper. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, I think they were able to do a lot of things with the animation. Very much. That a lot of other versions can't quite do. Yeah. Just because they're not animated. Muppets got a lot of stuff out, but like the thing you were saying earlier about the the mirror, the stuff that the Ghost mm-hmm. of Christmas Past was doing with the mirror, they did a bunch of things like that. And with like the photos, as he was passing the photos, he was seeing like the Christmas Past behind him. Like it was really cool. It really was. So my favorite character in this version was Harry the Nephew. and i think it's just because the movie opened with such a strong song from him it was like immediately sealed that's it he's my favorite this is so good Mm -hmm. that first song that opening song is just fantastic it is fantastic so good (laughs) all right least favorite thing i guess about this the ruin that comes with money Like I said, I had a really hard time picking favorites and non-favorites because everybody did their job. Everybody was fantastic at what they were set there to do, not to get all political or whatever, but money wrecks everything. Yes, it can solve a lot of things, but nobody really uses it to solve things. So it's just like quite literally watched the downfall of someone who just grabbed and grabbed and grabbed and grabbed at all the money possible. And that was very sad. So, yeah. Yeah. So my least favorite character in this is the same across, I think, all versions of A Christmas Carol. Mm -hmm. And that is Scrooge prior to meeting his ex-girlfriend in the Christmas past section. From the beginning of any version of this Mm -hmm. to the moment when he sees his ex-girlfriend, like the light in his heart starts to kind of ignite again. He is just a piece of shit. 100%. But the moment that he meets her or sees her again and the 
starts to feel the love that he used to have for her again yeah it's just like he starts to change like that's when he finally starts to change and it's just awesome agreed all right well this is netflix so of course there's no budget and there's no box there's none of that my budget was 10 pence halfpenny, and my box office was a bunch of tuppence (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) they don't care they don't want anyone to know only the people who work at netflix in the high ups apparently need to know how much any other shit costs of course so seven word synopsis then um, I only have one animated musical version of classic Christmas Carol. Nice. All right. What about you? I said Luke Evans has a delicious villain voice. Mm-hmm. Just if only he showed it more in Gaston, because very much weak. That shit was weak. Yeah. Uh, subtle Dickens references throughout are nice touch. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the little posters on the side are all his, like, it's Great Expectations and Oliver Twist, and it was very cute. I hate when cartoons make me cry. Lies. You love it. I really do. And then I have a 14-word alliterative Ooh. Uh, synopsis. So, Sourpuss Sorrowful Scrooge sees several sing-song seasonal spirits, swiftly shifts, showing salvation, shares savings. <laughs> wow yeah that was incredible jesus <laughs> all right so do you have anything else to say about scrooge a christmas carol this needs to be on everyone's yearly christmas watch list absolutely this is up there with home alone and a christmas story and die hard and all the things like this needs to be a yearly rotated movie that you consistently watch this one and claws for sure yes i just showed claws to jackson the other day oh he loved it he's like why is that santa guy so big i was like well because he's a big dude but it's just it's things that make your kids happy it's things that they make adults happy so it's needs to be on everybody's rotation yeah i agree this is such a good film it's definitely going into my things to watch even though you're watching a million christmas movies like yep throw it on there anyways it's fine (laughs) exactly make it breakfast put on scrooge yeah stack it on exactly (laughs) and the music was just incredible like all of that's going into my list for sure oh yeah so if you have questions, comments, or suggestions on what we should watch next, you can hit us up on Twitter at Allentown Pod, on Facebook at Allentown Presents, or send us an email at allentownpresents at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to episode 19 of our annual Christmas movie countdown. We will be back again tomorrow with another Christmas movie. Bye. Toots.